Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this very special edition of the Mystic Access Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Kim. And I'm Lisa. And you do remember what we sound like, correct? Yeah, we are back. This is really us. We're really here, and this is really happening. We finally returned for another edition of the Mystic Access Podcast, even though you may have forgotten about us, but we certainly hope you haven't. (laughs) And we didn't forget about you. We did not. No, we've been thinking about you a lot and trying to get back. And it's taken a while, but we are back. We are back to our regular schedule. We hope to be putting out two podcasts a month from here on out and sometimes more. We'll see what happens, but that's kind of the plan. That's what we would like to do. But we are back and we don't plan on going anywhere again for a while, hopefully. So this is good. We're very excited to be back. We just wanted to bring something to your attention. And if you are a Victor Stream user, so if you listen to our podcast on the Victor Stream or the QCast Windows application and probably the Mac application as well, for whatever reason, those two products are not taking into account the automatic redirect. So what you'll have to do is unsubscribe from the podcast and then resubscribe again. You can do it instantly because when you do that, then both products will access the new feed and we are going to insert a little five minute uh, audio recording right now to let you know how to do it hello everybody i'm going to take the next few minutes to show you how to unsubscribe from the mystic access podcast using both qcast for windows and the victor reader stream for some reason when we merge the new websites Both QCast and the Victor Stream are the only two products that aren't updating themselves internally. And they are still using the old existing feed, which will eventually die. So if you do not follow these steps, then you won't receive any future podcast episodes. So I'm currently sitting in QCast, and I'm going to verify that by reading my title bar. QCast. And I'm going to press M until I get to the Mystic Access podcast. M. Macworld, Masters, Masters, Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning, last updated, 3 slash 15 slash. And I'm going to press Control Delete, or I can go into the menu. Delete Podcast Dialog. Are you sure you would like to delete the podcast Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning? And I'm going to answer yes. Why? Pain. QCast. Podcasts list. So now the Mystic Access podcast is gone from QCast. And I'm going to press Control S, as in Sam, to search for the Mystic Access podcast. Search for podcasts dialog. Search term edit alt plus T. And I'm going to type M Y S T I C space A. C C E S S and press enter. S unavailable. Results list alt plus R. Mystic access podcast where the magic is in learning 
artist. There it is. It is the only one in the list, and I'm verifying that by pressing my up and down arrow keys. Nothing is being announced. So I'm going to hit tab. Add podcast button alt plus A. And I'm going to press enter, or I could have just pressed alt A to add the podcast. Unavailable. Results list alt plus R. Now QCast brings us back to the results list, and I'm going to tab to close. Close button. And press space. Space. QCast. Podcasts list. All CNET video. And I'm back to my podcast list, so I'm going to press M until I get to Mystic Access Podcast just to verify. M. Macworld. Masters. Masters. Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. And there it is. So now I'm going to press my Alt key because I just want to verify that it is the new feed. Podcast submenu Alt plus P. Add podcast. Control plus PA. Search for podcasts. Control plus SS. Delete podcast. Control plus delete D. So again, if you wanted to, you could go into the menu just to delete the podcast. But I've already done that, so I'm going to continue down. Podcast details. Control plus DP. And that's what I want, so I'm going to press enter. Details for Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning dialogue. Podcast title at... And I just hit control to silence speech. Now I'm going to press tab. Description edit multi-line read only alt plus D. Tab again. Podcast URL. Edit multi-line read only alt plus U. And I'm going to read my current line just to see if the podcast feed has been updated. HTTPS slash slash www.mysticaccess.com slash feed slash podcast. And it has. That is the new correct feed. So I'm going to press escape. QCast. And I'm going to press Alt F4 to close QCast. And that should do it. So now I'm going to do the same with my Victor Stream. And I am actually currently setting on the Mystic Access podcast in my bookshelf. So I'm going to press the number one because I'm in the Mystic Access podcast. Three. Mystic Access podcast. Where the magic is in learning. Mystic Access. So now I'm on the Mystic Access podcast in my bookshelf. If I press the number four to move to the left. Two. Blind Inspiration Cast Inspirations. And then Colleen press Connor. Six Five. To move to New the right. Three. Mystic Access podcast. Where the magic is in learning. Mystic Access. I just wanted to verify that I was indeed on the Mystic Access podcast. Now I'm going to hit the number three. Unsubscribe from podcast feed. And I'm going to press confirm. Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Mystic Access. Press the confirm key to confirm, or any other key to cancel. I'm going to press confirm again. Podcast feed unsubscribed. Six. Podcast feeds. Three. Tech Talk Archives. Accessible World Team. And it is now gone. So I'm going to press the go to key until I get to add podcast. Go to podcast feed. Add podcast feed. And press confirm. Title search. I'm going to press confirm again on title search. Enter text to search. And I'm going to type again mystic access, like I did in the QCast portion. M. Y. S. T. I. C. Space. A. C. 
C E S S and press confirm. Please wait. Found results. 1. Select a podcast feed and press confirm to subscribe. 1. Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Chris Grabowski. And I'm going to press confirm. Please wait. You are subscribed to a new podcast feed. 1. Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Chris Grabowski. And now it is done. So I'm going to verify the podcast. And I'm going to press 1 to go to the bookshelf. Bookshelf. Podcasts. 7. Podcast feeds. 3. Mystic Access Podcast. Where the magic is in learning. Chris Grabowski. And I'm going to press confirm. 0. Episodes. Get more episodes. Press confirm again. Please wait. 50. Episodes. 1. The Baby or the Beast. New. So that's all there is to it to resubscribe to the Mystic Access podcast. Unfortunately, this step again is needed in order for Victor Reader Stream users and QCast users to connect to the new updated feed as they currently are accessing the old feed. And again, if this step is not done, then you will not receive any future updates. The databases where QCast and Victor are looking for the podcast feeds have all been updated and that's why just unsubscribing and resubscribing will fix the issue thank you very much for listening and we are back and that just allows you to make sure you're getting all the episodes and everything is coming through smoothly and you're not going to have any more issues with our feed if you're not using a victor stream second gen or qcast you should already be fine so all should be well. Podcasts should be coming in regularly and normally as expected, and all should be good there. So just a few more reminders. One is just to elaborate on what was said. If, like many of our listeners, you're using an iDevice or an Android device with a podcatcher, you don't have to do anything. Once you've done this on the Victor Reader or on QCast, this is a one-time process. So you don't have to do it repeatedly. It's once and then you're done. Exactly. And the reason I'm even bringing this up and that I even know it is because I put a redirection on the old feed. And currently, as of 20,000 hits ago, the only products that were hitting the old feed and being bounced to the new feed were the Victor Stream and QCast. So, again, that tells me that they're not updating internally as they should be respecting the redirect but they're not so again unsubscribe and resubscribe speaking of new things if you are unaware our new mysticaccess.com is available so if you go to mysticaccess.com as you normally would to get to our website you're going to see a whole new website now that being said a couple things to mention it does look different than our old website it is built on a different content management system it's built through wordpress and we've been very happy about that. We still have a few things that we want to have done to the site. We're waiting for our web designer extraordinaire to assist us with that. We hope to have some more changes in place by the end of the week. This is a new baby. It's a growing baby. And it's a constantly evolving baby <laughs> or beastie, depending on what you want to think of it. We've gotten feedback from a lot of you who have visited the site already. Some of you love it. Some of you don't. Some of you like it better than the old site. For that, we're very grateful. <laughs> and 
we appreciate getting your feedback. What we would ask is that if you really don't like the site or if you're having errors or if you're having problems or if something just isn't making sense to you, please email us, info at mysticaccess.com. Let us know what's going on, and one of us can look into it. More than likely it will be me because I tend to be back there a lot. But we can look into it, see what's going on. If, if it's a problem on our end, we can fix it. If it's something that we need to explain how to do a little more clearly, we can do that too. There are written instructions with accessibility in mind, all over the new website, showing you how things should work, could work, will work. <laughs> I encourage you to please read those. So just arrow down the page or go to the heading that interests you and scroll down a little bit. Do a little bit of reading. See how things differ from our old site. There's a lot you can take advantage of. Some of you may remember that the podcast is integrated into this new site. So mysticaccesspodcast.com is no longer your home for our podcasts. You will visit the main website, mysticaccess.com, and there you will see podcasts. We also have a blog. We're going to have a new blog entry out. In fact, it's already out. We're going to have a couple of changes made to that page. I did something, and I don't know what I did, but we're fixing that <laughs> and working on just a few things throughout the site, site-wide. But there's a lot available to you. There's a lot you can do. What I hope to do in the next few days, as soon as a few more site things have been put in place, is to create an audio tour for those of you who are interested and when that is done, we will absolutely let you know and put that in a prominent place where you can access that. I've seen questions from a few of you that have basically said, why are you having a new website? And there are many reasons, but a few of those are that we will have greater control. When we were using the old system, they could essentially make changes to how things looked. That's why for a while we had three unlabeled buttons at the top of the site. <laughs> and some screen readers read them and some didn't. And some things worked well in this case and other things didn't. And this is about us being able to control those things better so that your experience is better and more pleasant. I know that it is a different experience, but it should ultimately be an easier one. And I just want to reiterate what Kim said about the amount of information. I can't tell you the number of times that I've heard technology say something like, for example, press enter to activate the link. And the person who's using the site is a little anxious and a little keyed up and they say, I don't know what to do to activate the link. How do I do that? It's not telling me. And it just did. So if you kind of take that step back and just deep breath time and just listen, often you'll find that the site kind of guides you through what you should do. And the commands are standard. We don't really have anything that's off the wall so fancy that it should confuse you. If it does, that's why we're here. Exactly. And a good example of that is in our FAQ, which I definitely encourage you, if you are a new customer in particular, to read. Check it out. And that has a few things that you'll need to know how to do. So I've written you instructions at the top of the FAQ page. So you can visit that. You can see how to make questions appear, how to make them disappear, how to see the categories, how to make them disappear. It's very simple, but it's important to read about that information 
Another thing to note really quickly about the new site is that it is very hitting driven. I know a lot of you really like that and actually got a really nice comment about that yesterday from someone who said, oh, I love all these headings. So thank you very much for that. This is something that we wanted to do to make sure that you could find information quickly, easily. And you'll also find that on every page you can subscribe to our news list. We have a new news list. So that will be a heading that you will scroll down to. I think it says it's a little different on the homepage than on the other pages of the site, but I think it says subscribe to our news list and it'll say like subscribe for news updates and discounts, something like that. And it's a heading. I think it's a heading level four, but I'm not going to swear to that. So don't quote me, but it's, it's a lower level heading and you can scroll down to that, enter your first name, last name and email address, and you can be subscribed to our news list. Now, if you are on the old news list, and you have already received this announcement, but in case you haven't gotten around to this email among your email inbox, there is an announcement that was sent out a couple of days ago to let you know that you have been moved over to the new news list. So if at any time you need to unsubscribe, you can contact us. We can assist you with that. If you need to change your subscription options, like your email address, for instance, we can help you with that. Or if you'll just wait probably till the end of the week, we're going to send you out the first news letter from our new news list and if you need to change your subscription or unsubscribe for any reason from that you can do so from the information provided in that news email that you will receive from us however if you are not on our news list and you would like to join go on the website use h or shift h to scroll back up you can scroll through headings that way with h and shift h h takes you down shift h takes you back up through your headings and you can find our newsletter form that way on any page of the website and subscribe check it out we are very excited to have this new news platform available to you it'll just be another nice way to keep up with us another thing that you might want to do while you're visiting us is to sign up for our free teleclass list now just so you know we probably aren't going to have any new teleclasses until probably early july late june somewhere in that category but we want you to be there because if anything does come up or just to kind of keep abreast of what we're doing we can let you know about it via that list so this is absolutely free it's a groups.io list so if you're already a groups.io member then you already know how this works and you can join that by visiting mysticaccess.com slash teleclasses that's mysticaccess.com slash T-E-L-E-C-L-A-S-S-E-S. And you will again find a form. This one is clearly labeled thanks to a very observant reader who gave me some good information about that. So you can find that. It's above our news list form. And you can sign up for our free teleclass list. So maybe you want to be on one. Maybe you want to be on both. However you would like to keep up with us is perfect. But if you would like to join any upcoming free teleclasses, that is how you do it now through our free teleclass list. We would love to have you as a member. One more thing before we continue with the meat of the podcast itself. If you have not changed your password as of May 1st when the new site went online, Please do so. When we migrated the website from the old website to the new one, all of your customer data was imported. However, passwords for security reasons were not. Thank God. We don't want access to your passwords. We don't want them. No. Definitely, if you are a customer and you need to get into your account, you want to place an order, what have you, please, please, please 
change your password. You can do that by visiting mysticaccess.com slash my-account. That's mysticaccess.com slash my-account. And there's a link there that says something like forgot your password or lost your password, and it's a question. And you'll click on that. That will allow you to change your password. You will receive an email, and you will confirm your new password by going to the link in the email and creating your new password. Having said so, that, if you have already changed your password, ignore this. <laughs> ignore this. This does not apply to you. So if you've changed it, if you've contacted us and we've changed it, this doesn't apply to you. If you aren't comfortable changing your password and you're a customer and you need to change your password, please contact us. We can do it for you. No problem whatsoever. We can just go in, change it. It's not a problem. We could do that for you and get that all straightened away for you. If you're a new customer, you've never purchased from us before, this doesn't even apply to you. So you'll just sign up for an account as usual. Speaking of which, if you choose to order something from us, either as a new customer or an existing customer within the next few days, and we're recording this on May 16th, 2017, if you order something from us in the next five or six days, you will get an automatic 10% discount off of your order. So just something to note, it's just a little present from us to you. So if you want to become our customer or if you want to place an order for something you've been wanting for a while, now might be a really good time for you to consider doing that because we do have 10% off about till the end of the week. So definitely something to keep in mind and it's automatic. Or if you call us to place your order that way, and of course you can still order via phone, it will automatically be deducted from your order total. While you are looking and saving on our website, we do want to draw your attention to a couple things. We do have some free audio available there now, more than we did before, and we are planning on adding more. As you know, we have some other paid tutorials in the works, and we hope to bring you news of their arrival fairly soon. But one of the things that has come out that many of you have asked for is the audio from our Vario Ultra Teleclass. And you can now purchase that as a package on our website. And that way you can listen and learn at your own pace and on your own time in the way that works best for you. So if you have a Vario Ultra or you think that you might want to get one, this is a good way to learn all about it, and we hope you will check that out. Yes, and a really quick way to find that, if you want to get to it quickly, you can just go to the site, you can go to our search box at the top of the site, and type Vario, V-A-R-I-O, and it should pop up. That's a really quick way for you to find it. Uh, the product is actually called Getting to Know the Vario Ultra. You can find it that way. You can listen to a sample and learn all about this fabulous little Braille display with some really cool note-taker features built in as well. And as Lisa said, we've got free downloads. We're putting more up all the time. I have several more that I'm putting in this afternoon. By the time you get this podcast, there will be more goodies on that page than there are currently. Lots of very cool things that you can check out from there. If you want to get to our free downloads page very quickly, it is mysticaccess.com slash free dash downloads. So remember the dash, that's important, free dash downloads, and that will take you straight there. Now that we have finished with the site admin stuff, even though it is important, that's not the reason why we are here. 
Exactly. We wanted to share cool stuff with you. Exactly. <laughs> Besides our site. <laughs> the first thing that we wanted to talk about is this Amazon calling feature that was just introduced where you can call or send messages between Echo devices, which is really kind of a cool feature. So this should work on all of your Echo devices. However, something to note about this, some of your iDevices, your iOS devices, or your Android devices might not have this available. To make sure, you want to make sure you have the latest update of the Alexa app on the device that you're trying to find this new feature on. So please make sure that your app is up to date. You can do that through the App Store or the Play Store. For instance, I have an LG L43C cell phone. It's a track phone, so it's running KitKat, and I can't upgrade it. And I can't find this at all on my phone. I don't know if that's because it's a track phone or you can't update the firmware or what's going on there. But I do have the latest version of the Alexa app, and I do not have this new communications feature available from my phone, which is unfortunate. However, I do have it available through my 6th Gen iPod Touch. So go figure. <laughs> so I do have it available, but you might want to just check your device, see if you have this available. We thought originally it was a screen size issue, that it mattered based on your screen size, but we're not really sure anymore. It's kind of hit and miss as to whether or not you might have this yet, at least from the experiences that we've had trying to test this out. But if you do have it, it's very cool. One thing to note, though, is that your contacts between your Alexa app and your phone or your device may not sync properly. So that's just something to keep in mind currently. We know Amazon is currently working on a fix for this. We don't know how long their testing is going to take, but we have heard that Amazon is working on a fix so that you can, for instance, block people you don't want calling you who may be in your contacts list. And the other thing, too, to keep in mind when you're setting up this feature, it's pretty straightforward, but it asks you to allow access to your contacts, and it uses your contacts to find out if people on your contacts have also enabled this feature, and then you can call or message them. Yeah, you're going to have a little thing come up called communications. That's how you're going to find this. Down near the bottom of your screen, you're probably going to see something like your home tab. Your If you have something playing, you're going to see your now playing tab, and then you should see something called communications, and it's another little tab. If you click on that, that should allow you to set this up. So getting to it the first time, that's kind of how I did it, and I think that's the way you did it too, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. So once you get there, it will really walk you through the process. You have to agree to a couple things. You have to accept a couple things, and you have to allow your contacts to be accessed through the cloud. If you don't do that, the service is not going to work. But you can literally have it set up in like two minutes. Yeah, and you can't call like other phones. Like you can't mm. call somebody from your Echo. It's basically Echo to Echo devices that you can call and message. So you're not going to be able to call cops with it. You know that kind of thing, no. which is which is very good unless the cops What's, are yeah. in your contacts and they. Have well, Echo. yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's that. <laughs> you never know. You never know. But it's a very cool feature. It's free. Uh, we haven't mentioned that yet. It is completely free to utilize at this stage in the game. And you can either call or you can use it for voice messaging. So we're actually going to show you how this works. Chris has his Echo all mixed in here. So if you have your Echo on, you might want to turn it off. 
or your dot or your tap or your other Alexa devices. <laughs> Turn her off now so that she doesn't lose her mind. Okay, now that you've got that done, I'm going to show you how to make a call. We're going to call first. And I'm calling Chris because I want you to hear the really cool things that this thing does. So we've got this all set up, and I'm going to say, Alexa, make a call. Who do you want to call? Christopher Grabowski. Okay. Christopher Grabowski. It's Kim Loftus's home. It's Kim Loftus's home. Alexa, answer. Hello. 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 How are you? I'm fine. I'm and fine. Just yeah. so that just you guys so are aware, you you're going to hear an echo, echo just because just the way, because this, the is way this is working. Yeah, you won't get that on your actual calls. So this is just because mine's on, his is on, we're all mixed in here. So, But it does give you an idea of the quality of the call. It does, and I just wanted to do a little bit more just so that you can hear on my end as well. Yes. Alexa, hang up. Hang up. And she's got her nice little hang-up sounds that you can hear. Now I'm going to show you the other feature, which is leaving a voice message. So if you don't want to actually call, but you want to get in contact with somebody, this is great. If you know your friend is going to the store to pick up something for you for whatever reason, you know they haven't left yet, you can just contact their Echo and give them something to add to the list. <laughs> so you want to do something like that, you've got the ability to. So I'm going to say, Alexa, leave a voice message. To whom? Christopher Grabowski. What's the message? Hey, Chris, this is a test. I'm just testing this for the podcast so that people can hear what messaging sounds like and what it's like to leave a voice message. One thing to note, do not pause when you're leaving your message because it might cut you off. Thanks. Sending to Christopher Grabowski from Kim Loftus. And there it is. Alexa. That's his little tone saying he got my message. Do I have any messages? One for Christopher Grabowski from Kim Loftus. Hey, Chris, this is a test. I'm just testing this for the podcast so that people can hear what messaging sounds like and what it's like to leave a voice message. One thing to note, do not pause when you're leaving your message because it might cut you off. Thanks. Received just now. And there we go. So that shows you how you can send a voice message. And just so you know, I was sitting right next to my Echo <laughs> when I did that. So it did sound really good, really clear, really close. That's just something to note. How far away you are from your Echo device may determine the sound quality of your message. But they do sound pretty darn good. Now, there's Absolutely. something else. There's something else to note that's really cool about leaving messages that Chris and I discovered. What if you're sleeping? And you don't want to hear those message notifications. Alexa, enable do not disturb. I won't disturb you. Alexa, disable do not disturb. Do not disturb is now off. So you won't hear those messages come in. You now won't if, hear those little voice messages or phone ringing. Right. So. And if Do you not have, disturb is already turned off. Yes, we know. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have multiple echoes and somebody calls you, they all ring. 
But if you go into Do Not Disturb, it only puts the one Echo device into Do Not Disturb. So other people in your household could actually answer the Echo on another Echo or answer the so call. If you have a, yes, so if you have a dot in your bedroom, for instance, and you want to go to sleep, your dot won't ring if somebody calls your Echo. But if you have a big Echo down in the kitchen and it rings, someone downstairs can answer it. Correct. One more thing I want to test, too. Alexa. Send a text message. I can send a voice message. Try Alexa. Send a message. I thought you could send text messages. Maybe you can only do it from the it, app. She can, read, she can read text messages. So if you try that command, <laughs> that's what you're going to get. But if you want to have her read you a text message that you've received, for instance, when you first set this up, I think you're automatically going to get a text message, and it's going to read in the Alexa voice that says, Blah, blah, blah. You have successfully set this up. You can make calls to your friends, something, something. Mm -hmm. uh, at least I think I got something to that uh, effect. Right, and I did too. When the Alexa... Whoops. <laughs> when you set it up, your Echo is going to make a little noise just to confirm that it did set up. One thing to note. You cannot delete voice messages that you receive through Alexa. You have to go into the app, into your communications tab, I believe, and you can delete them from there. So in order to delete your messages or to review older messages, she only keeps a few at a time in her memory that she can actually play for you directly from your Echo device. You need to go onto the communications tab of your app, and you can then delete old messages from there. Correct. And that's pretty simple, but if you need us to show you that at some point, we can definitely demo that. One kind of cool thing, too, is uh, when somebody sends you a voice message, and if you have your Alexa app with you, um, it will send you a push notification to let you know, and it actually tr will transcribe or do its best effort of transcribing that voice message to you so that you can actually just read it from your notification area if you want to. Yeah, you can read it directly from the app, and it does a pretty darn good job of transcribing too i was actually surprised now you mentioned being able to turn on do not disturb on one echo and it's not off on another and i have a single echo i don't have more than one but i was wondering i guess since you were talking about the two different devices now that it has this calling enabled is there a way to uh, do any kind of intercom functionality. I think that's next. At least that's what I've read, is that that's probably coming up very soon. So yeah, I've read that, that too. might be something to interest a lot of people is Alexa to Alexa intercom calling. If you have one on one end of the house and one on the other, then someone can call you. So that's going to be a great feature. I really hope it comes out soon, and I hope that the rumors are, in fact, correct about that because I would enjoy that, even though it's just me here, but still, I would still enjoy it. You can you can page yourself and let us know myself. how that works. I will. And then, yeah. then you can run from one echo to the other and answer. <laughs> yeah, yourself. it's good exactly. Exercise. Do a demo for us. Let That's us right. let us hear you do it live in real time. I can do that. It's very funny in an everything old is new kind of yes. way. I remember in the seventies and early eighties, you know, people were building if they built a new home or they had these intercom systems installed mm -hmm. in their homes. Yep. And yes, now we're kind of back to that. 
Yes. Yeah, I had a friend with a whole house intercom when I was a teenager, and I just loved it. I was like, oh, my gosh, your house is so cool. And her dad was an electrician, so, like, he built in all this stuff. And, yeah, it was awesome. It was really great. But even in, like, 2000, some of you remember eVoice and eTouch, some of those phone services where you did stuff a lot like this. Well, it's back. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Except now we do it through our cell phones. So go figure. Yes. Or our cloud cloud enabled uh, or our cloud Echo, enabled Echo device. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I say cell phones because that's probably the most accurate way, at least right now, to set this up. You're more yes. likely to find yep. this service available for you for yourself if you have a cell phone of some stripe. And please, if you have success on an Android phone, let me know because I'm a little concerned that mine's not showing it. But I think it's either the track phone problem or the KitKat problem. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> well, mine's not showing on an iPad either. And I also looked on the Fire, and for about three seconds, I actually yeah he saw, saw it on his Fire. But then it up the the app updated and it was now gone. So I don't know. It's probably still a buggy service. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's brand new. So you know, if this doesn't work for you immediately, you know, just give it some time, and we'll see what actually continues to happen with it but we do have another service to tell you about speaking of phones that is almost as cool <laughs> it is an echo skill called where's my phone alexa enable the skill where's my phone okay i've enabled it it may take a minute until you can begin using it to start just say alexa open where's my phone alexa open where's my phone welcome to where's my phone It looks like you don't have a phone number set. Would you like to set your phone number? Yes. Please dictate the 10 digits of your phone number. 716-543-3323. I heard 716-543-3323. Is this correct? Yes. Okay, I've sent a verification call to that number. And the phone is ringing, and I'm going to answer it. This is an automated verification call from the Where's My Phone Alexa skill. To verify ownership of this phone number, press 1. If you have received this call in error or do not wish to enable this number in the Where's My Phone skill, press 2 or hang up. Your number is now verified. So now I can say, Alexa, launch Where's My Phone. Welcome to Where's My Phone. Would you like me to call your phone or change your phone number? Call my phone. Calling your phone now. And it's fast. So, that's the number. So it actually gives you a way to opt out. I just hung up. Yeah, it's very cool. It's fast, it's automatic, and what I really like about it is you don't have to use your cell phone for it. So I set it up for myself, and I set it up for my mom, because both of us are really bad to have, like, two phones sitting in one room, I guess, like mother, like daughter, having no idea where the heck the other phone is that's supposed to be in the other room. So now we could just ask Alexa. And there were other skills that did this in the past, but they, uh, I had amazing things with them locking up my phone and such, and the nice thing at least it seems to me about this, is it's not specific to one kind of phone. Well, so, not, right, because I did it to a cordless phone. I did it to a Yeah, exactly. Yep. And a lot of cordless phones have the ability to page them, but if yours doesn't, 
or you just prefer to do it this way, it doesn't necessarily have to just be tied to a cell phone. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, I love skill. that. Yeah, it seems very cool. And we'll actually link directly to the skill in the show notes. So you guys will be able to access it directly. There are a few skills, I think, called Where's My Phone? So we want to make sure that we're linking to the correct one. We'll make sure we've got that link available for you. We're going to demonstrate another skill. Yeah, we have two more to go, guys. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and we're going to show you another one. We're going to move off of phones for a moment and show you something that may be cool for those of you who are Braille readers, particularly new Braille readers. And this is called the Braille Challenge. Alexa. Launch Braille Challenge. Welcome to the Braille Challenge. I will ask you five questions. Try to get as many right as you can. Just say the number of the answer. Let's begin. Question 1. The letter E is made up of which Braille dots? 1. Dots 1 and 5. 2. Dots 2 and 4. 3. Dot 5. 4. Dots 1 and 2. 1. That answer is correct. Your score is 1. Question 2. The letter Z is made up of which braille dots? 1. Dots 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. 2. Dots 1, 3, 4, and 6. 3. Dots 1, 3, 5, and 6. 4. Dots 1, 3, 4, 5, and 6. 3. That answer is correct. Your score is 2. Question 3. The letter R is made up of which braille dots? 1. Dots 1, 2, 3, and 5. 2. Dots 1, 2, 3, and 4. 3. Dots 2, 3, and 4. 4. Dots 2, 4, 5, and 6. 1. That answer is correct. Your score is 3. Question 4. The letter L is made up of which braille dots? 1. Dots 4, 5, and 6. 2. Dots 2, 3, and 6. 3. Dots 1, 2, and 3. 4. Dots 1, 2, 4, and 5. 3. That answer is correct. Your score is 4. Question 5. The letter T is made up of which braille dots? 1. Dots 2, 3, and 4. 2. Dots 2, 3, 4, and 5. 3. Dots 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. 4. Dots 1, 2, 5, and 6. 2. That answer is correct. You got 5 out of 5 questions correct. Thank you for playing. Please visit www.iaccessibility.net for more skills and for information about mobile device accessibility. And there's the Braille Challenge. So it's cool for new Braille readers who are trying to learn these combinations of cells. And even longer time Braille readers, sometimes I remember the shapes of letters and I can make them, but sometimes I have to think. Exactly. You know, yes. <laughs> It's like when you went to summer camp and the kids who went to blind school would talk in, quote, Braille code. So, you know, they would say, like, 234134, and you're like, what the heck? Because your mind just wasn't going that fast. So it's uh, it's an interesting little skill. Yeah, some of you might find that really helpful. So we wanted to demo it for you and show you what it's like. So it could be some good practice. And uh, I tend to cheat sometimes, too, because I'll take my pointer, middle, and ring finger of each hand and make them into a little Braille cell. <laughs> and then be, like, mashing them like I was on a Perkins Brailler, you know. It's like, oh, okay, it's two, three, four, five, right. <laughs> and the final skill that we want to demonstrate is one that has sleep sounds. 
and it's called Sleep Sounds. And again, there are multiple skills in the app, st- in the skill store, or whatever you want to call it, that are called Sleep Sounds. So we're going to have a direct link in the show notes to take you to this we specific are. one. Yeah, this one has the most sounds of the ones that I found in terms of the sleep sounds available. And you can use this for sleeping, for relaxing, for meditation, whatever you want to use it for. But it's here, it's available, and it's actually really very good. So you can put your little sleep machine that you had using it away in the closet because you're probably not going to need it anymore with this. This is by a guy named Jeff Bolton. Launch sleep sounds. Welcome back. What can I do for you? Would you like to play a sound? Just say play, and then the name of the sound. Play random. Rain on tent. Alexa, stop. Ooh, too many bad memories for that sound. <laughs> Well, you were Too talking about bad summer camp. camping trips. <laughs> I was talking about summer camp in nice little cabins. I was not talking about waking up with your back in unimaginable shapes and every part of you wet, even though the tent is supposed to be waterproof. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Very bad memories. Next sound, please. <laughs> Alexa, launch sleep sounds. Welcome back. What can I do for you? List sounds. Here is the list of sounds I can play. Beautiful dream, brown noise, city rain, heartbeat, heavy rain, jungle night, mountain lake, ocean, rain, relax, river, sleep little babies, small lake, Swiss massage, thunderstorm, white noise, wind chimes, rainforest, fireplace, underwater, wind, Music box, forest birds, box fan, airplane, train ride, rain on tin roof, oscillating fan, forest night, distant thunder, waterfall, distant train, cat purring, grandfather clock, city sounds, car ride, fountain, crickets, cicadas, frogs, coquille frogs, Native American flute, whales, rain on tent, and pink noise. To play a sound say play. And then the name of the sound you wish to play. Play Rainforest. So now we're hanging out in the rainforest. So as you can see, there's a huge amount of sounds there that you can play with. In the page where the skill is that we're going to make sure in the show notes, you can actually send an email and request new sounds that's really an impressive amount of them yes have her play beautiful dream because i want them to hear a music sound alexa launch sleep sounds welcome back what can i do for you play beautiful dream So it's just very sparse. It's very pretty. And it goes for quite a long time before it loops, too. In fact, I haven't found the loop yet. (laughs) 
And what's really nice is you can set a sleep timer. Alexa, set a sleep timer for one minute. Sleep timer for one minute, starting now. And they'll just go off. So you can you can dream yourself to sleep. So you can ask for the list of sounds. You can play a random sound. Or if you know what sound you want to play, you can ask for it. Makes my $20 sleep machine look kind of pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> what would be really cool is if you could eventually loop them. Not loop them, but mix them so that you could have yes. like beautiful dreamer with rainforest exactly. or cicadas or something mm -hmm. yes and this will eventually uh, shut off <laughs> yes it is going to shut off after a second we're just letting the minute go by but it's a very cool skill i had no idea it was available oh and it's gone it's gone yep it's done it's gone nope. yep. oh no it's nope. not <laughs> But you see what I mean? We haven't found the loop yet. There it is. It shut off. There now. we go. It's yep. gone yeah. now. Perfect. So that's a cool little skill, too. So these are just some it fun things. It had the last laugh. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> so we have one final thing that we want to share with you. I've received a request to share about vocalizer voices and how one sets them up specifically on the Braille Note Touch. However, one thing I want to share with you is that if you don't have a Braille Note Touch, you can still use the Vocalizer Voices. If you have an Android device, you can download this same app, the Vocalizer app. So on any Android device, you can download it and check out what I'm going to show for touch users. It's a cool way to check out some new text-to-speech voices if you're interested. And if you're a touch user, you may be particularly interested in this little demo that we're about to show you because I'm going to show you a little bit more about language profiles, what's happened in 3.0 of the Braille Note Touch with language profiles, and a little about how to change these vocalizer voices. I'm going to show you how to set up a language profile, how to modify, a few little things like that. So we're going to do that now. Hi everyone, welcome to this demonstration of the BrailleNote Touch language profiles and particularly the vocalizer voices. How to put one in your language profile and how to change voices and languages when you need to within the vocalizer app. First of all, I want to say that if you are not a BrailleNote Touch user, you still may find this a very valuable little section to listen to in this podcast because if you have never heard vocalizer voices, this gives you an opportunity to do so. You will find that if you are an iOS user, some of the voices that vocalizer has may be familiar to you. For instance, Tom, Samantha, and Karen are all vocalizer voices. However, there are some voices that I'm going to show you today that are not available via iOS, and you can get those through the Vocalizer app if you are an Android user. So if you are an Android user, if you have an Android device, however, this exact same app is the one that you will utilize on your current Android device. So if you use Android, the steps I show you in this demonstration will work for you as well to actually go in and change or utilize a voice from Vocalizer. If you are a BrailleNote Touch user and you got your Touch when it first came out, you may remember that when the Touch was originally released, it only had two language profiles available, a primary language profile and a secondary language profile. As of version 3.0 of the Touch, however, this is no longer the case. You now can use up to 10 language profiles on your touch. There are a couple of different ways that you can move between your language profiles, which I'll show you in a moment. Also, 
Available for free on the touch, there are acapella Braille Note Touch voices. These are called Braille Note Touch acapella voices to distinguish them from acapella, the app that you can also purchase on Android. But these are available for free on the touch. So if you don't have the acapella app, you can just use Braille Note Touch acapella and get the same voices for free. When the touch was originally released, you could only have two Braille Note Touch acapella voices installed at any given time. Now you can have four. If you wish to have a different voice than one of your four that is currently installed, you can choose to replace one of your Braille Note Touch acapella voices with another one. And you can replace as often as you want, so you can just move between the voices that you like best. But you can have four installed at any given time. You may be wondering why someone might want up to 10 language profiles on their Braille Note Touch. There are a few reasons for this. One might be if you speak multiple languages, say you want a profile in English, one in French, one in German, and one in Spanish, for instance, you can do that. Or if you have members of your household who speak multiple languages and you all use a touch, then that's something you can do. Or if you're learning a second or a third language, then you might wish to have a profile set in that language so that you can immerse yourself in it. If you are in a school or a work setting and multiple people are using a touch, either with clients or themselves, you may want multiple profiles. If one person really can't stand a certain voice, let's say an English voice, and another person really loves that voice, then if you're sharing a touch, you can just move to the profile that you like, and then when they have the touch back, they can move to the profile that they like. So there are a number of reasons you may want multiple profiles. If you're a trainer or if you're in some sort of technical or customer support position, you may wish to have multiple profiles to help individuals with particular language difficulties with particular troubleshooting they may have in their language. So there are lots and lots of reasons why you may want multiple profiles on your Braille Note Touch. So let me show you how language profiles work on the touch. I'm going to move into my options menu. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting on the main menu of my touch right now, and I'm going to press space with O. Options menu. Select language profile, primary language profile. And I'm using Braille Note Touch Acapella Sharon for this. So this says select language profile, and it tells me that my primary language profile is what's currently selected. If you want to change your language profile, you can click on this, either using enter or using a cursor routing key. Select language profile, primary language profile. I'm going to press my next thumb key. Secondary language profile bottom. And those are the only two profiles I have right now. I'm going to create another one for you in a second. But right now I only have two language profiles and I'm going to leave this alone. But I wanted to show you that is one of two ways that you can easily switch between your profiles. I'm going to hit my triangular back button on the front of the touch. Options menu. Select language profile. Primary language profile. And it says primary language profile. We're back to this. If I press my next thumb key. Configure language profiles. This is where you go to configure your language profiles. So selecting them and configuring them are two different things. If you want to configure them, you go in here. I'm going to press my next thumb key again. Keyboard settings. And then we're into stuff that is not related to your language profile. So everything else within this options menu isn't really conducive to what we're doing here today. So I'm going to just move back. Configure language profiles. Using my previous thumb key. And I'm going to go in here. Select a language profile to configure. Primary language profile. So this should look familiar. It's very similar to what you saw a second ago in the selection of language profiles. In here, though, you're configuring them. So here's primary. Secondary language profile. And here's secondary. Add additional language profile. From here, you can add an additional language profile. Bottom. And that's it. 
So we can add additional language profiles. And my Braille display, you don't hear this with speech, but my Braille display just went back to add additional language profile. I'm going to configure one for you and just show you how it works. Alert profile name. Profile name. Okay. So it wants a profile name here. And I just pressed a cursor routing key over add an additional language profile to take me here. Or you can press enter. And I'm going to call this T-E-S-T -S -T. test and press enter. Configure language profile. Language profile name test. So here's my language profile. It's called test. I'm going to press my next thumb key. Text to speech engine. Braille Note Touch Acapella. Right now, the search engine that is selected is Braille Note Touch Acapella. For this demonstration, I'm going to leave it at that and just select a Braille Note Touch Acapella voice. But if you want to change it to a different text-to-speech engine, you can easily do so by clicking on this and you can see all the options that you have. Yours will probably be different than mine because I have lots of different voices installed in here. But I'm just going to leave this because right now what I'm just showing you is how to set one of these language profiles notification. up. And getting a notification, just ignore that. <laughs> and I just silenced that notification. So you can go into your text-to-speech engines and see what you have. Mine will be different than yours because of different voices that we may have installed or not. So I'm going to leave this at Braille Note Touch Acapella. I'm going to press my next thumb key. Voice. English. United States. Sharon. So this is Sharon. Sharon's the one that's currently speaking to us. She's my primary language profile voice. I'm actually going to go in here and change this voice. Voice. English. United States. Tracy. So I have Tracy, English, United Kingdom, Lucy. Lucy is one of my four, and I'm actually going to let her be this third test language profile voice. So I'm going to click on her. Configure language profile. Voice, English, United Kingdom, Lucy. So there she is. Lucy will be my new voice, and I just pressed a cursor writing button over her. Speech rate, normal. Speech rate normal. I can go in here if I wish to change the speed, slow it down, make it faster, etc. Listen to an example. And you can listen to an example. Let's do this. Hello, I am the British English Speech Synthesis Voice from Acapella. Efficient, fast, and of very high quality, why not try me out with your own words in the context of your application? So there's Lucy. Configure language profile. Listen to an example. So we listen to an example of what Lucy's going to sound like. I can keep going with my next thumb key. Speech volume. Match media volume. And there are options in here. There's like 75% of media volume, 50%, 25%, etc. And you can choose from among those. I'm going to leave mine at match media volume, however. Additional TTS settings. There are additional TTS settings in here that you could choose to go in and play with if you like. Preferred Braille grade for entry. Literary Braille. Again, all of this can be changed. I'm leaving all this alone. Preferred Braille grade for display. Literary Braille. Computer Braille Table. English U.S. Libre-Louis. Literary Braille Table. English Oob Duxbury Grade 1. This I actually am going to change. I'm going to go in here. Literary Braille Table. Afrikaans Duxbury Grade 1. And I'm going to press E to get me to English more quickly. A Pharmaceutical Duxbury Grade 1. A Pharmaceutical Duxbury Grade 2. ESTKL Duxbury Grade ESTKL Duxbury English Australia English Australia English Oob Duxbury English Oob Duxbury Grade 2 English US Duxbury Grade 1 English US Duxbury Grade 2 This is what I want and I was moving through with my next thumb key so I'm going to press a cursor writing button over this Configure language profile Literary Braille table English US Duxbury Grade 2 And that's Grade 2 I'm going to press my next thumb key 
Delete language profile. You can delete a language profile. If you want to delete a language profile that you no longer want, and I will show you this with test in a few minutes, you can come in here and you can easily do that by just pressing D. So you would go to configure language profile, choose the language profile that you wish to delete, go into it and press D and that will quickly take you to delete. So we've now created a new language profile. Bottom. And I'm just showing you that we're at the bottom of these settings. I'm going to press my home key, my little round home key on the front of the touch. Main menu. And now I'm going to show you the other way that you can select a language profile. Do you remember how we did it before? We went into the options menu and we went to select language profile and we were able to choose. However, there's a shorter, quicker way. From anywhere on the touch, you can press enter and the letter L simultaneously. Select la primary language profile. And it was saying select language profile. Sometimes speech tends to bounce around a bit, but basically what it's doing here is it's giving me a list. Primary language profile. If I press my next thumb key. Secondary language profile. Press it again. Test. Here's test. This is the one that I want to switch to, and I can press a cursor routing button or enter over it. Test. Main menu. And now here I am back at my main menu, and Lucy is speaking. Contacts. Key list. Email. Key mail. Internet. Keyword. So there's Lucy talking to us a bit. If you only have two language profiles configured at any given time, a primary and a secondary, pressing enter with L rather than giving you a list to select from like it gave me will toggle you between your primary and secondary language profile. Now let's say that we want to modify this profile. Test. Let me show you what we would do and now we're going to incorporate the vocalizer voices into this mix here. So I'm going to press Space without to take us back to the options menu. Options menu. Select language profile. I'm going to press my next thumb key. Configure language profiles. It just told me that test is selected, so I'm going to go in here to configure. Select a language profile to configure. Primary language profile. And because it's called test, I'm just going to press T to move to it quickly. Test. There it is. And I'm going to press a cursor writing button over it. Configure language profile. Language profile name. Test. Language profile name is test. We've seen all this before. I want to go to text to speech engine, braille note touch acapella. This one, text to speech engine. We're going to change this to vocalizer. So I'm going to go in here with the cursor routing button or you can press enter. Text to speech engine, acapella TTS. And to move to it very quickly to get us past all my list of options here, I'm going to press the letter V. Vocalizer TTS. Because I know vocalizer TTS starts with a V and I'm going to select this. Text-to-speech engine, vocalizer TTS. And you heard my voice change. This has changed me to the default U.S. English vocalizer TTS voice that is currently selected within my vocalizer app. That is Allison, U.S. Allison. Let me show you something. If you press your next thumb key from here. Voice, English, United Kingdom. <laughs> it says English, United Kingdom. What is that all about? Let's go in here. Voice, English, India. And it gives us all these countries. English, United Kingdom. English, United States. Bottom. I have voices with all these different accents. United Kingdom, United States, and India for my vocalizer voices. But you notice that it said English United Kingdom is what's selected in here, not English United States, when we clearly hear a female voice with a U.S. accent speaking. What is going on? This is the trick. This is not how you change your vocalizer voice. I'm going to move out of here. Configure language profile. 
Voice English United Kingdom. And I just left it on Voice English United Kingdom. So Allison will now be speaking to us in this test profile. We changed it from Lucy. There's no need to save these changes. There's nothing to do. I'm just going to hit my home button again. Main menu. I'm on my main menu. I'm going to press A. All applications. To take us to all applications. And I'm going to press enter. Main menu all apps. Acapella TTS Voices. And this is Acapella TTS Voices. This is from the Acapella app that I have installed. This has nothing to do with the Braille Note Touch Acapella Voices. I'm now, from here, going to press the letter V to take us to the Vocalizer app. Victor Reader. And it takes us to Victor Reader. I'm going to press my next thumb key. Vocalizer Voices. To take us to Vocalizer Voices. This is the app. It's a free app, which I downloaded from the Google Play Store on my touch. Voices, however, do cost. They're $3.99 a piece, I do believe, and you download them and purchase them from within this Vocalizer Voices app. So I'm going to press a cursor writing button over this app. Alert, please wait. Connecting to server. Vocalizer Voices. And it says, please wait connecting to server. From here, Bottom. I'm going to press my next thumb key. Vocalizer Voices. And again. Settings. We have settings. About. About. U.S. English. And then we have U.S. English. Australian English. Australian English. Indian English. And again, these are the languages that I have installed. Irish English. But there are more in here. There's Irish English, Australian English we just saw. South African English. U.K. English. Arabic. These are all the languages from which you can install voices. And you can go in here and you can look at all of these. But I want to back up. U.K. South in Australian U.S. About. Settings. To settings, because there are things in settings that I want to show you that are very important. Let's go in here. Settings. Vo voice. And I'm going to press my next thumb key. It just says voice. Force pitch settings. Force vocalizer TTS speech pitch settings over application speech pitch settings. Check box. Not checked. These are things you can check or not. Pitch disabled. And mine says pitch disabled because I do not have force pitch settings checked. Force speech rate. Force Vocalizer TTS Speech Rate over Application Speech Rate. Check box. Not checked. Speech Rate. Disabled. And I'm just pressing my next thumb key to move us through. Force Volume. Force Vocalizer TTS Volume over Multimedia Volume. Check box. Not checked. And if you want to check any of these or uncheck any of these, you can just press a cursor routing key over any of these prompts here. Volume. Disabled. General. These are general settings. Emoji Emoticon. Check box. Checked. Do you want an emoji icon? Process punctuation. Check box. Not checked. This is check box. Not checked. Punctuation. Disabled. Use number processing. Check box. Not checked. I'm actually going to check this, so I'm just going to press the cursor routing key over the word. I'm going to use the word number. So over the end of number, you can press it from anywhere. Use number processing. Check box. Checked. And now I've checked that. Number processing. And now you notice number processing does not say disabled because I do have it checked. User dictionary. These are user dictionary settings. Enable user dictionary. Check box. Checked. Add word. Add a new word to a user dictionary. Word list. View all the words in a user dictionary. So you can put words into your dictionary. Import dictionary file. Import dictionary file. Import an already existing user dictionary. You can import one. Export dictionary file. Share or copy a user dictionary. Advanced. And here are advanced settings. Force language. Selected language will always be used, regardless of system settings. Check box. Checked. I have found that this has to be checked. I don't know why, 
you would think it would be counterproductive to force language, but this has to be checked, at least for me, in order to make what we're about to do work. Let's move on through settings. Language, U.S. English. And this says language, U.S. English. This is important. If you want to change to French, German, Spanish, or any other English accent or other accent from a language, this is where you come. So let's say, for instance, that I want to change to UK English. Alert US English checked. I can go in there and I use the cursor routing key or you can use enter and you can look at what you've got available. So US English is checked. UK English. There's UK English, which is not checked. Indian English. Not checked. Indian English is not checked. Cancel button. And there's a cancel button. These are the ones I have available. Depending on what you download, you'll have others. Indian English. Not checked. UK English. Not checked. And I just moved back with my previous thumb key. I'm going to check UK English. Settings. And what do you know? A new voice has come up. Because I do have a UK English voice installed. I actually have a couple installed that I can change to a UK English voice. So we're back at settings now top delete trial voices i just went because it put me straight on settings i'm just going to take us backwards back to where we are if you have trial voices which you can do you can get free trials of some of these voices and test them out if you want to see if you like them you can delete your trial voices from here data there's data download only over wi-fi checkbox not checked download only over wi-fi use alternative tts Google text to speech engine. I have this setting checked. Use alternative TTS, and it's right before this. It's a little more confusing because we're going backwards. Use alternative TTS. Alternative TTS will be used if no vocalizer voice is available for the selected language. Checkbox. Check. And I have this checked. In case anything were to go wrong with my vocalizer voices, I would have speech. Language. UK English. And we're back to Language UK English because we changed it from Language US English. So Allison, who is our default US English voice, has been supplanted by Oliver, who is my default UK voice. But what if I want to change my UK voice? Let's back out of settings with my back button, the triangle on the front of the touch. Vocalizer voices. Settings. We're going to move forward with my next thumb key. About US English. Australian English. Indian English. Irish English. South African English, UK English. Here's where we want to go into UK English. U UK English, Kate, plus V1, four, zero. I have Kate, I've purchased her, and she is installed. If I click on this, it will change me to Kate because I have in language within settings, UK English. UK English, Kate, plus V1, four, zero, default voice. You can also buy other voices in here. Delete voice data button. I can delete Kate's voice data. Download voice button. I can download her. UK English, Oliver, plus V1, four, zero. There's Oliver, who I already have. Delete voice data button. And who you just heard. Download voice button. I'm just moving through with my next thumb key. UK English, Daniel, $3.99. These are voices that I do not have on this machine. Listen to a sample button. And you can listen to a sample. UK English, Daniel, $3.99. Nice I am to be the voice of anything you would like. So that's Daniel, and you can just listen to samples of some of these that you don't have. Let me show you something. I'm going to back back out of here with my back button, my triangle. U.S. U.S. English. Australian English. And I'm back here in the main portion of the app where I choose my voices. U.S. English. Let me show you something. I'm going to go in here. U.S. U.S. English. Tom, $3.99. 
I'm going to back up to Allison. US delete US English. Allison. Here she is. One four zero default voice. If I click on her, US English. Allison. Plus one four zero default voice. I can't use her because why? I have UK English selected as my language. So in order to change your voice, you need to go into Vocalizer, into the app, into Settings, and into Advanced, and down to Language. And right after the Force Language checkbox, which I always leave checked, you can go in there and you can change your Vocalizer voice language. Then, if you get it on, say, U.S. English and you want to change among your U.S. English voices, it'll let you do that. If you want to change among your U.K. English voices, you'll change it back to U.K. English, and you can change among those. If you have French-Canadian versus French... Paris. I mean, I don't know really what they've got in here in terms of French voices because I don't have any, but if you want to change through different dialects of various languages, you can do that as well. But you may have to use that language setting within settings. So right now we're using Kate. <laughs> and if you set your language profile to a vocalizer voice, it will use whatever you have selected in here, no matter what that language setting says in the configure language profile screen on your touch. There's one sad thing about this. You can only have one vocalizer voice running at any given time. So you can't have a profile with Oliver and a profile with Allison and a profile with Kate. Unfortunately, you cannot do it. I really wish you could, but you can't. So you can't have multiple vocalizer voices at the same time within your touch. So with this particular language profile that we've got going on here, it's Kate. And that's just who's here. That's who I've got currently running as my vocalizer voice. Main menu. Contacts. Lists. So let's say I want to go back to my primary language profile. I'm going to use the shortcut, enter plus the letter L. Select language profile, primary language profile. And I'm going to do this. Primary language profile, main menu. And we're back to Sharon, who is my primary language profile. So now if I went into my profile list, my language profile list, and chose among my profiles, I would have two that have Kate in them, my secondary and the test profile. So you can only have one vocalizer voice at any given time on your machine. Two more things I want to show you very quickly. First, we're going to delete the test profile. So I'm going to go into options. Options, select language profile, primary language profile. And I did that pressing space with O. I'm going to press C. Configure language profiles. To get to configure language profiles, or I just could have pressed my next thumb key because I know it's right after select language profile. So I'm going to go in here. Select a language profile to configure. Primary language profile. I want to configure test, so I'm going to press the letter T. Test. I'm going to press enter. Configure language profile. Language profile name. Test. And I'm going to press the letter D. Delete language profile. For delete. And I'm going to press enter. Alert, are you sure you want to delete this language profile? C cancel button. There's a cancel button. OK button. Or an OK button, which I'm going to press. Configure language profile. Primary language profile. And we're back to the configure language profile screen. Now, there's one thing I want to show you. You can rename these language profiles. So they're called primary and secondary right now, my two. Let's change this primary language profile name. Configure language profile. Language profile name. Primary language profile. I'm going to go in here with enter or cursor routing button. Alert profile name. Primary language profile. Okay. And I'm going to type. Dot six S. 
H-A-R-O-N. Sharon, because she's my current voice. And now I'm going to press enter. Configure language profile. Language profile name, Sharon. And now I'm going to press my home button. Main menu. So now I'm back at my main menu. Screen off. And I have locked my screen. So that is a little tour of how you change your vocalizer voices and how you incorporate them into a language profile. So it takes a little extra effort and tweaking to put the vocalizer voice that you want as the voice of your language profile. And sadly, you can only have one vocalizer voice in a profile. So you can change them all you want. But if you have 10 profiles and they're all vocalizer, they're all going to use the same voice. So you wouldn't want that. <laughs> but just as an example, only one vocalizer voice can be used on your touch at any given time. So sad because they're such great voices. Anyway, those voices are $3.99 a piece. You can access and purchase them in the free vocalizer Android app. And they make really terrific voices for the touch or for Android in general. I have Oliver as my mainstay on my phone. <laughs> So I hope this demonstration has been helpful to you. Thank you so much for joining me. Remember that our Braille Note Touch 12 plus hour tutorial is available for free on our website. You can visit mysticaccess.com to learn more about that. And if you are considering getting a Braille Note Touch or if you have one and want to learn more about using it, hopefully that will be of great support and assistance to you. Thanks so much for joining me. I appreciate it and have a wonderful day. And we are back. Hope you've enjoyed that little insert and explanation. And I think that we are going to wrap up this episode of the Mystic Access podcast. It's a little bit long, but we haven't done podcasts. We did two, like, this whole year. Yeah, and, it's uh, been sad. <laughs> so we wanted to make sure that you had, you know, a, a, a nice long podcast to make up for the lost time. Exactly. And we're going to be back regularly, as I said at the beginning of the podcast. So never fear. We are back. If you have questions, comments, anything we can assist you with, please, please, please get in touch with us. We have a brand new nice contact page on the website as well where you can contact us. You can see our mailing address, our phone number, our company email. And if you want to contact us individually, you can now do that, too. So you can just click on our names and learn more about us and contact us directly via email as well. So that's something you may want to check out on the new mysticaccess.com. Or if you'd like to just contact us directly, you may do so at 716-543-3323 and follow the menu prompts there. Or you can email us, as always, at info at mysticaccess.com, I-N-F-O at M-Y-S-T-I-C-A-C-C-E-S-S dot com. One thing I wanted to tease before we go. Oh, I have had a robot vacuum fetish, as some people know from <clears throat> previous <do>. podcasts. <laughs> uh, I've been looking at this Roomba for a long time, this iRobot Roomba 980. The th the, one of the things that I liked about this particular robot is that you can control it via an iPhone or an Android app, and it connects to your Wi-Fi and all that, but it was too expensive. It was close to $1,000 or a robot vacuum that I just wouldn't was not willing to pay. Good things come to those who wait. iRobot just came out with a new robot. It's the 690. It was or is 375 bucks. It does all the same things that the $1,000 robot does that I want it for. And I will be doing an, an unboxing and getting it 
connected to the Wi-Fi. So we'll put that in a in an upcoming podcast. That was literally just ordered yesterday, so it's going to take a little bit of time to get here because it's on back order. But I just wanted to throw that out. Yes, and I have something cool that I want to show you in an upcoming episode as well here in the next little bit. So maybe those excerpts will sit together in the next podcast. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not going to tease any more about it, but it's a cool little device that may help you to breathe more easily. And that's as far as I'm going. I also have a cool little device to show, but it is a mystery even to me because Ah! it hasn't yet shown up yet. In other words... In other words, I don't have anything cool oh. right now, but I'm sure that I will find something. <laughs> technology being <clears throat> technology being what it is, that was the lamest tease ever. Oh. Actually, what I'm waiting for, probably like many of you, is for the Orbit Reader to come out. Ah, yes. And they were saying spring. We'll see. They have a little bit more time before spring yeah. has they got a month and done a sprung. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we shall see. But if that happens, then I also will have something to show off as well. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> we just have this lame babbling from me. <laughs> no, I, I love the fact that there really are new things all the time. I am likely going to be selling my house and moving. And so I may be doing some things with accessible thermostats or home automation, depending on what is there and what is needed. So that will be, if need be, a new foray for me. I'm also looking at accessible barcode solutions. Ooh. Um, yeah, because there are apps to do this on the iPhone but I find that my mileage with these varies widely. Yes. Uh, sometimes it will be right on the money, and other times it's like, I'm still waiting, I'm still waiting, and it's still scanning. And so I don't know yet if I will be going with a dedicated barcode reader or one that I can plug into my computer. I do have things that I will be playing with. I'm just not sure exactly what that will entail, but I hate being left out. So. <laughs> yes, we don't want to leave poor Lisa out of the loop here. No. no Lisa's I mean, looping up all by herself. <laughs> right, but it, it, it also gives the listener an idea that we do have things in the pipeline. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. So on that note, I think it is time for us to close this episode. Thank you for listening, everybody, and have a wonderful day. Bye. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us, 716-543-3323, and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. 
Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.